0: Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day you can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm gonna ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls, where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking.
1: Cast really excited. Welcome.
0: To A Creator-Based Life, the weekly podcast for CMH Coaching, we empower women of faith to create the lives they love, the lives they have always wanted. And I'm here with Jacine Bonnett, a business coach, a mom, a grandma, and an avid runner, and Jennifer Derouze, a coach, a can-grow-anything gardener, and mm-hmm. a hypnotherapist. And I'm Beth a master life coach, author, and creator of The Creator-Based Way. Create your one awesome, amazing, perfect life. We are going to have fun today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about this particular topic. Mm -hmm. We're going to start by just telling some personal stories. Let's see if our podcast listeners can know what we're talking about from stories. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we... How do we share the stories because I know everybody's prepared something.
2: Mhm.
1: Mhm. Well, I can I can start okay with sharing my story. So, being an avid runner, um I ran for a few years with a friend neighbor, and I say neighbor loosely because we live in the country and I I would run to her house, which is two miles, and then she would run back to my house with me. So that was four miles. And then she would run back to her house. So um, we, we ran together and then she moved and I continued to run uh, my four miles. But it, it was kind of lonely. I really missed that sisterhood early in the morning. And I'm a morning person or I. I really thought I was a morning person until I met Nina and Nina wanted to start running and Kara wanted to start running. And so we would all meet, we were kind of in the country, but pretty far apart. So we would meet near Nina's house and we would run our four miles together. And um, pretty soon, like I would, I would uh, get there and Nina would be like, she's, she's like Beth, you guys, just so you know, like Nina, first thing in the morning, like she (laughs) literally would be like, oh my gosh, you know, it's dark out. And here I'm seeing, oh, I got to use my flashlight. Now it's blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh my gosh, can you believe the stars this morning? And doesn't it feel good to breathe in that morning? And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like she that is a true morning person. So and full gratitude. Right. So love Nina. And as we kept running together, um, we decided we needed something a little more. We needed um, intention because we all right, I think our thing was just more conversing and having that camaraderie and yay, aren't we yet good because we're getting out here early in the morning and doing this, but we shifted still including that because that was important, but we shifted our intention to maybe we could run this a little faster. What would happen if we actually had had a goal? You know, what would happen if we, tried to run that hill that we've been avoiding. And as we did that, then we began to expand and that expansion be, you know, we were narrowing it down, but then it, it expanded to what if we decide to run a marathon? Whoa. And guys, I was in my forties and, um, i thinking, okay, well, this would be a great time to be a really good example to my children and let them know that life doesn't end when you're 40. And so I thought, okay, why don't we? And it was a really fun thing to do as we focused on that intention. We, first of all, we're like, none of us had ever run a marathon. How do we first start it, right? So looking learning about it, creating a plan that we would do together, and then carrying out that plan together. And it was just, it was such a cool experience to actually do that with with three other people and um cross that finish line together and just uh, so
0: good.
1: Yeah and and it was just amazing when we collaborative we we collaborated, right? And we came together and we all had that same focus and that same intention. If you would have told me, you know, when I had first started running that I was going to run a marathon, I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, there is no stinking way I'm ever going to know. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Um, But just, just being able to Believe that I could, you know, that was the first thing was the thought of, oh, maybe I can. And then having a purpose instead of it, it was, oh, it's about Nina and Kara and Jen. And then it became, no, it's more than that. It's about me showing my children how to live life and to continually live life. And then it became more like, oh my gosh, I'm showing myself that I know how to live life and continue on. So anyway, that's my story.
0: That I is love. an amazing story. Okay. So we're not going to tell you more stories because your story <laughs> illustrated it so well. Okay. So can you guess, I'm going to give you a minute just to think about what happened in JC's story. And can you guess what we're going to talk about today? Jen knows you can't guess Jen, because you have the speaking points. <laughs> I know so yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm sorry, Jen can't guess. Okay, so did you guess? Did you think about it? What did she do? She enjoyed running. She had this group of friends that she did that she focused with and she did that their running routines together. They grew and they changed and they focused. yeah, we're talking about focus today and about, what you might say your life focus has been and how your focus may have changed as you've grown up. I'll tell you a little bit about me and my life focus. When I was a little girl, the, one of the very first memories I have is grabbing the um, pad of paper out of my mom's nightstand drawer and writing on it, like cursive writing. Now, it didn't look like cursive writing. It looked like lines that went up and down and all over the page, right? But I was in there to take a nap and I was raiding her drawers and I was, oh my gosh, and I was in seventh heaven because I was writing, was writing. And then I went to school and the happiest um, experience I had in school was the day I learned to read. Mm. Then in the summer, my poor brother, 18 months younger than I was, always had to come down in the basement and play school because I wanted to teach him something. And so we had old school books um, taken from one of the elementary schools that had closed. And that poor boy, he's so patient. And he had to sit there and do English and math. And I would teach him. That was that was me. And so it went on until I got married and I had children and we homeschooled and we kept growing. And I learned all these things about alternative and complementary medicine and all these different things about how to grow people and have a good attitude. And lo and behold, here I am from the four-year-old who scribbled on her mom's thing, you know, her pad of paper. That's kind of been my focus. And it shifted in lots of different ways as my circumstances have changed, but it's been pretty consistent all the way through my life. I'll never forget the beautiful feeling of writing on that paper. That was my first. That was amazing. Jen, is, is there a way that you've seen your focus in your life? And maybe it changed as you grew.
2: Oh, I, definitely things have changed and I when, you know, throughout my life now, but I was thinking about this and it's like, you know, I think just at a very young age, I, I knew something about myself, but I didn't, I'll illustrate this. So um, when I was super young, I want to say maybe four or five, same round, you know, um, mm-hmm. some of my first, you know, you really, your um, your real memories whatever, but my mom would tell me about this and I'd be like, well, it ex- I think explains me a little bit was, um, they took me to the circus and I fell in love with the circus mm-hmm. and it, we came back from the surf, circus. And I just told my mom, I'm going to go join the circus.
0: Wow, like,
2: that's what I'm going to do. I'm joining the circus. That's model. who I'm going to be. That's who I'm going to be, you know, and so I think from this young age, I've always had this like adventurous spirit in the sense of I want to go try things. Mm-hmm. And I not that you know, it has to be the circus, but to, that, that was the that was the biggest thing outside of my little world that I thought, this is amazing. So I've kind of had this like spirit of like, just wanting to try an adventure and explore. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and so and and it's so not my not my mom and dad. I I, I think I have some brothers and sisters who are that way, but this was not my mom and dad. Yeah. And um, gosh, never left the United States until I was, you know, in my twenties. So it's just like, or and even rarely, you know, it was just I don't know. So I was kind of thinking, I think I had this little part of me that I always wanted to explore. And as Beth was talking about how she ended up in this profession to continue to teach people. I'd like to explore with people their own inward world and the things that they can change. Like, so I think I am still kind of in a little bit more of an explorer and adventurer.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so it just of
2: came to me when you, when you, when we were talking about, It's like, yeah, I think I've created my own circus and joined my own circus. You yeah. know? Well, and
0: weren't we just talking, last week, <laughs> talking in coaching clear last week, we were talking about what does the inside of your head look like?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the girls in the group was like, oh, it's a still lake. And I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Another one was, it's, um, it's a, a woodsy path, walking through the woodsy path. And and it was so funny because Jen and I both just popped up and i like, oh no, it's a circus. It's just yeah. a circus.
2: Mine was recess. Everybody was at recess. Yeah, planning, recess. yeah but, but it's still <laughs> the same thing. Like there's something going on, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. it's your focus. It's who you are yeah. and mm-hmm. who you've always been and the nuances of your life as your life has changed and the way your focus has changed. Yeah. But I those
2: love. that, that like adventurous or, or ex- exploration type spirit has always has led me to the things that I do in my life. And the life, things that I learn. Like and what? The things, yeah. Yeah. Like so, what? Oh, like, gosh, coaching, um, emotion code, body code, um, hypnotherapy, all this is like, you know, even what I did in, like my, um, my education
0: in college, you know, it was all just yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Exploration and really getting into what makes you tick, right? What's inside and why that all works. Yeah. It's I think
1: too, Jen. I think that was a real gift for you to have ever since you were little. Because of what you went through with the, with the accident that almost claimed your life and you had to rebuild your life from that, you know, I think if you wouldn't have been that type of a person, that was a great exploration. That was a circus. A grand
0: adventure. Yeah. 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 You might not be walking today, but for that spirit of adventure, right?
2: And as my grandpa put it, my hard (laughs) headedness. Right, yeah, okay, determined.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> he'd never yeah. seen such a hard headed child. I'm like, well, I, I knew myself, I guess you
0: know, yeah, but I'm sure, I'm sure your recovery was hard and yeah, you needed that hard headedness, that focus, the determination. Yeah, that yeah. determination. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was a concept that's developed by David Emerald and he mm-hmm. calls it FISBY. And he says it's not the frisbee that you throw, you know, it's Fisbee, F-I-S-B-E, and it fits in really well with what you did when you came back from your accident. Um, you think you could? Are you comfortable sharing? Kind of share that story, and yeah. we can talk about it in terms of the Fisbee approach. Yeah. Well,
2: I hope I share. <laughs> there's a lot of the story. I hope you share what you want. If not, you pull out what you need because I know you're familiar with it. But now, when I was 20. Um, my dearest friend in the world and I, um, were involved in a head-on collision with a drunk driver and he was going 75 and we were actually trying to get off the road. Cause we saw him coming, but, um, yes, yeah, she, she died in that accident and I sustained just from head to toe injuries, multiple head injuries, brain injuries that to take out my spleen. Um, my neck was broken. Um, they just you know, reconstructed my ankles. I mean, it's just like, there's all this stuff, internal injuries. In fact they did, they didn't think I was going to survive, but I did, but it was Always a, yeah, absolutely. Well, and it was through miracles. It was definitely a miracle situation. Yeah. Um, and especially the state that I'm in now, because I should not, I should not be, I should not be talking. I should not be walking. I should not be doing this stuff. Um, right. Yeah, but there was an element of when when they would tell my parents what was wrong with me and they tell me what was wrong with me, there's an element of it me just going, yeah no, yeah, 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 no. Yeah. I I I I understand what you're telling me. I just I but accept that but that's not that was, where we're going. That's not where we're going. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because, you know, it they they were um, and I can't even imagine a parent going through this with a child. But they remained in a very much a state of fear throughout my recovery and then even throughout my life uh, because they relied solely on what the doctors told me this was what my life was going to be and not what my life was becoming or, you mm-hmm. know, and, and even the stuff that I shared with them. So it was really interesting how a lot of, of what they wanted me to stay in was that victim mindset.
0: Mm -hmm. but they Uh, didn't even know they just wanted to protect you exactly it was our focus was a victim mindset and yeah
2: and and so your
0: focus was definitely a growth mindset right because I was
2: like I'm freaking 20 I'm not gonna stay this way I'm like no I gotta (laughs) be I
0: (laughs) I don't like to live
2: come on on. I had to go join my circus you know I had to go you know I was like I still was like going to want to do all these things and I didn't know they were I still want to do all these things so yeah
0: but yeah and yeah. that's what that in FISB, that's what that F stands for was focus. And your mm-hmm. focus is, I want to do all these things. Yeah. I want to do my circus. And mm-hmm. so the IS in FISB is the state that your focus creates. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, what, what interstate did you create in your recovery process with the focus of, uh, no, I'm 20 years old. I'm not going to stay this way.
2: Yeah. So the interstate was it was really super interesting because there was just some type of knowing inside of me. Mm-hmm. This was not where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I could, I could stay there, but this was not where I was supposed to be. So just, you know, get up and get moving, get up and get going, get, you know, start living your life, start doing yeah. Yeah. But there was yeah. a lot of, you know, how you like to say, you know, failure to fail upward. There was a lot that I had to do to, yeah. but, but it was a, it was so amazing to me when it was like following that inner drive or that inner state of, you know, like you're just not where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and then and, and having those failures or those like, well, but my body is not there yet. Mm-hmm. And then having having that like, okay, calling out to the Lord and we're saying, okay, now try it again. And then being able to do it because it's yeah. like,
0: or put your foot this way. Yeah. And then you could right. do this. Yeah. I
2: brought him into it kind of saying, you know, I kind of felt that you promised me this or why did you pull me through this way to only let this be the end? I don't think so. Or this be the stopping point. I don't think so. And him being like, no, it's not. But it's like, I had to like, call him in, like, like say, okay, now I'm ready to do it with you. I've done all that. I feel I can do, but now you got to make up a difference because I don't know how this, this part
0: works. Well, and your focus on him knowing that he would make up the difference. Mm-hmm really shifted oh, yeah. that power. Yeah, yeah. That interstate power. And of course, then that goes to the BE in FISB. So F is focus, IS is interstate, B E is your behavior. And so your behavior is probably what floored your doctors, right?
2: My parents, wait a minute. And your parents. That. You can't do that. You're damaged. Or you know, and they they they, you know, this, I don't know, there was some fear. I was just like, well, I'm never going to know unless I try. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was painful at times. I mean, like I'm going back. So I was in college when it happened and basically my education was like Swiss cheese. It's like, I would look at a book and I go, I know I read this book and I enjoyed it, but I could not tell you the storyline, but then I would be like, okay, I know this equal, you know, this plus this equals this. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's really strange. And so I was very fortunate that the president of the university um, where I was going to actually, um, uh, my friend, um, her, fa- her father and mother both worked as professors at the university wow. and my mom was actually working there too. So they knew what had happened. And he basically said, take whatever classes you need and take the final. And if you feel like you failed, we, we just won't count it. I mean, like he was able to go in so it wouldn't oh, you know, affect cool. my, my academic Right, right. And-, and there were some I had to. I just was like totally fell apart, you know. But then there was some that was like this was really enjoyable. I worked really hard, and I was okay with it. So it was really interesting to find like the the holes in your, in in where you were. And I totally forgot the point of what I was saying. What was your
0: question? Well, let's then? go back to the focus. It's okay. Let's go back to the focus oh, then. Focus. When you went back to school, the focus was I'm going to finish school. Is oh, right? it was,
2: there were times it was hard, and you would fail, right. and right. and but yet there was you know it's like you can. Still find the lesson and the value in that failure mm-hmm. to help with, with moving forward instead yeah. of having be a complete stop.
0: Yeah, I was reading this weekend about the fires on Maui and the recovery efforts there, right. and it was really um, just uh, really inspiring to hear the focus of the people on Maui. the mm-hmm. The reporter was saying there's not there's not grumbling. There's not, Oh, poor me. There's not victimhood. There's um, so-and-so has a need here. Can you help us with that need? So the focus was all outward. And as they were sending their energies outward to take care of each other, everyone was being cared for. And the interstate with that kind of an outward focus is so giving and so kind and so loving that the behavior naturally Mm-hmm. shifts into real progress. she was really impressed with the way things were going there. And it's only been such a short time. you know, there's still still really chaotic place. But what other situations can you think of where there's the focus, creating the interstate and then the behavior? good and bad. Let's do a couple that are problem focused. <laughs> come up with one, right? Okay, somebody. What do you what 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 problem focus? Something that's going to be just awful.
2: I so yes, I have struggled with this in my life, uh, but it's always been like the eating exercise cycle. Oh, okay. You know, like because if you if you if you're eating the right foods and moving your body, you're going to get the best outcome. But if you're not, you're going to get the worst out, or like the 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 pudgy outcome. And so it's like yeah. you know, yeah, you the bad foods and not your feet well and the
0: focus like for me we're going with that same thing when my focus is on loving kindness towards myself my inner state is much more peaceful and my behavior means I eat well mm-hmm. but if for some reason my focus shifts like maybe I don't eat well and my inner judge comes out and starts berating me and my focus turns into self-loathing
2: mm-hmm.
0: my inner state and then my eating all suffer. Yeah. And so until I can shift my focus back to that self-love or to something that's positive, I, I can't really change my behavior. Is that what you've seen as well? Yeah. 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 It makes a huge difference. What about you, Jason?
1: Well, I was thinking about, so this last weekend, we had the wonderful blessing of going to the mountains, which is one of my favorite places um, to, to ride our horses. And we had our 14-year-old granddaughter with us. And as we were riding, um, my husband tends to focus on, he's very, it's all about the Safety and
0: protector, right? Yeah, just is, the girls he's a retired cop.
1: He's a retired cop. <laughs> yeah, he's like he wears a sign that really isn't a sign that says "Need help? Ask me." You know, uh-huh. that's a, that kind of a guy. And so uh, we're out riding horses, and before we go, he's telling Gemma, "Okay, now these are all the things that could happen. This is." <laughs>
0: You this know, could go wrong, or this. Could go if
1: wrong. the horse starts to go down, then you got to jump. I mean, just like Poor this baby. whole focus on all of the things that could go wrong, and I remembered my, our daughter, um, who rode horses also, but she quit riding because she said it just wasn't fun. It was so. I was so worried about everything that was going to happen that I just was not, na- I couldn't enjoy what I was actually doing. And so, right, so the focus, and that was the one thing I told Gemma, I said, okay, I understand grandpa just gave you, he which loves is you. He wants
0: crazy. you to be protected. Yeah.
1: Sound yeah. advice, sound yeah. advice, but here's what I want you to focus on. Number one, the horse loves you. Like, Uh, ah, good job loves you. And that horse loves her. He does. He, um, number two, he will take care of you. And number three, you need to take care of him. And so, you know, if he stumbles on the thing, look ahead of yourself to find out what's coming up and is there a different path that you can take so that he might not stumble but if he does how are you going to help pick him back up again you know so it was yes we've got the protector things but then let's give some focus on what you know the love the kindness that and it was just she just had a beautiful whole weekend of writing and um I could have focused on my Saddle sore bum because I really have. (laughs) And day three, I was like, "Oh, this saddle! Are you kidding me?" So, and then just my outward focus was more about, "Hey, this isn't." As I sat in the saddle, and I focused more on what we were seeing and the beauty all around me, and that love again, that outward focus,
2: yeah,
1: saddle wasn't an issue
0: anymore. And the saddles yeah, the changed, right? Yeah, Your interstate went to peace with the outward focus. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I love David Emerald's Fisbee. I just think it's genius because you can take it in any situation, especially when you're struggling, you know, when, um, when you're sitting in traffic, I, I know y'all have heard the story of me coming up to the stop sign at the end of my country road. And there being three, ro- three cars on the road and I had to wait and there was traffic okay so the three cars on the road that was a big deal to me but that focus changed my inner state instead of the focus like I could have had about the beauty on the country road around me right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the behavior is completely different it's just such a neat way to look at why am I uncomfortable right now what's my focus been why am I cranky? Why am I irritated? Why am I hot and bothered? And to go be able to go in and look at what was my focus? How did that interstate become that way? And mm-hmm. we don't want to go with that behavior. What do you guys use to shift your state when you get there? I know we've all, we've all done FISB before. That's something we're familiar with. But what other things do you use to shift your focus? Because we get stuck in some pretty negative focus sometimes
1: yeah (laughs) friend phone a friend and have a friend help me out a friend
0: (laughs) yeah off the cliff that's right
2: (laughs) yep sometimes I just have to have a good stomp around the house or around the yard you know sometimes I have to get the energy out yeah If if it's that if it's more of like that you know irritation frustration or anger energy sometimes I just have to move my body to get it out Changing the location, like go out on a walk, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. that helps with it. At least yes.
0: I love my dog. I'll, I'll love on my dog or throw the ball for my dog or whatever. That that really changes my focus because I I just love him, and so that shifts me out of that inner state of grumbling for whatever offended me. You know, mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. a big difference on a regular basis. We can actually shift our focus long term through some practices. I know there's one, Jasene, that you have introduced often of what went well. Right. What are you yeah. most proud of? You want to talk about that for a minute?
1: Yeah, so I can I can go really quickly to what went wrong. Mm-hmm. And I work in a business where I coach doctors and their teams, and oftentimes during these team discussions, there's a lot of finger pointing (laughs) on what, well, so-and-so didn't do this, and -and so-and-so didn't do that, and, you know, the patient, it actually ends up being the loser, and as well as the people, and so a long time ago, that was one of the things that every coaching call that I had with with my doctors is tell me what, what's gone well this, this month or this week.
0: What are you most proud of? Yeah.
1: What are you most I proud remember
0: of? when you asked that question the first time with our coaches, what are you most proud of? And I thought, Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because it shifts that whole energy. Um, mm-hmm. And as well as when our patients come in, we don't ask them. I don't train them to ask the patients, how are you doing today?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In in our clinic, my go-to when a patient walked in the door was what's the best thing, what's the best part of your day?
0: Nice. What's the best part of your day? Because it
1: got them to think our whole mantra is we treat our patients mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm doing that, if I'm having them focus on what's what's wrong, how are you feeling? Well, I still hurt. I still, you know, that's focus, right? But when we change that and we have them focus on, Hey, what's the best part of your day? Some, some people would say, well, I got up. Well,
0: awesome. I'm You're standing.
1: not standing. <laughs> right. That's so cool. So yeah. anyway, yeah.
0: And then their interstate changes and their behavior changes. Yeah. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah. One of the ones that I really like is taught by Lynn Colston, um, one of the bright line eating coaches. And she talks about practicing the pause And she doesn't necessarily look for what went well, as much as she takes three deep breaths and pauses. And for me, when I do that, it's like the yuck just kind of drains off with the three deep breaths and um, doing it a couple, three times a day changes the way my brain responds just in general, instead of, instead of that, uh, because that default focus of looking for problems seems to shift more easily to a default focus of gratitude, which really makes a difference for me. Yeah. Sleep's a big one too.
2: Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Getting the sleep your body needs. Yeah. And eating, Jen brought up eating. Um, What about exercise? Do you notice a difference when you run and when you don't run in your focus, and your inner state um, and your behavior. How does, how is that affected? Yeah.
1: So running or exercising, because I, I, after knee injury, it's been, it's been hard to get back to running. And there's a lot of owies um,
2: yeah.
1: that. happens, so that's been really hard. However, with the walking and daily exercising and stretching, and I'm moving more into yoga, which to me was so boring. Like, Oh my circa- gosh, I love yoga. Um, You've been like, you know, stick a pencil in my eye. Really? Uh, (laughs) Like this is too low. I can't possibly handle it. However, comma, (laughs) because I have been forced to slow down um, that it does. It changes things. It really, really does. Just movement, moving your body every day, some type of movement is so important. And again, it's not, it's oxygen to our brain. That's what the breathing does. It gets oxygen to our brain. And then the right part of our brain, the thinking part of our brain can actually work instead of the fight or flight part of our brain, which oftentimes we tend to live there (laughs) too often. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with exercise. That's what it does.
0: Yeah. And it, like Jen was saying, she's got to get out in the yard and stomp around. It, it releases that pent up energy.
2: Pull a few weeds.
0: Yeah, pull a few weeds <laughs> in We're a in big way. Playing. Take <laughs> that, you weed. That's right. I love it. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. Course, I, um,
2: I've always tried like, you know, to change the the negative because I was definitely raised in an environment of everything was wrong. Something was always wrong. Something was always so I've been really trying to focus on changing. I want to see, I want to see possibility. I want to see gratitude and this is hard for my brain. So I, I, cause you know, to me finding a problem is something I can solve, I can fix and then my life will be easier or better. You know, so it's been really kind of an interesting shift to kind of be like, I want my main way of thinking to be that of possibility and that of gratitude. And it wasn't until in one of our, our mastermind classes, um, one of the ladies said that she started to ask every day to find the beauty and the love in every situation. Like where's the beauty and where's love for some reason that really clicked in my brain. Yeah. So instead of trying to find the opposite of my problem, you know, find the positive or playlist, I just look for beauty and love. And it takes me out of that like problem space I'm not changing what my problem is I'm thinking about. I'm mm-hmm. just now looking at, at a different thing in a different way. So this was really good I for it. me. I but
0: love it. Okay, love let me just or... share a, a fun fact about aging. As we age, there are parts of our brain that continue to grow. And the part that works with um, solving problems, like you were just talking about, trying to, well, if this happens, then that happens actually continues to grow as we age that's where wisdom comes from so you have that to look forward to as you age that's why you can it's abstract thinking Mm -hmm. and being able to understand the nuances and how to shift things around that continues to grow until we die so
1: that's so cool
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i really loved that and i loved it when you're talking about you know shifting it around your abstract thinking Mm -hmm.
1: And you know what? I, you know what I really loved is that this happened in Mastermind. And mm-hmm. for y'all that are out there, go to cmh.cmhcmatecoaching.com. Um, yeah, thank you. to
0: Mastermind. Yep.
1: yeah. yeah, it's it is so powerful. Coach and clear, super powerful Book club that is free. Join the 5050 Girl Club and you get the book club. Just, there's so much there Mm -hmm. and you deserve it. Yeah, you really do. And you've got to take care of you so that you can take care of all those other people that are coming into your life and asking. Well, and if you consider when you,
0: when you take care of yourself, you are giving service to others
2: Mm -hmm.
0: as you nourish yourself and you learn the things that you need to learn for you, it makes all the difference to the people around you their world is better because you're taking care of yourself. It's so true. It's a disservice to run yourself into the ground. Then somebody has got to take care of you. You make more work for them. So take care of yourself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or you're just laying on flat on
0: your bed and. Yeah. No, let's, let's talk about the taking care of you part. We talked about, you brought up coaching clears tomorrow, but comes Wednesday, but we have, Mm -hmm. and we have mastermind tonight. It's a good week. coaching. Um, but our big event, our big annual events coming up with U Week. You want to share about U Week, Tacy? Oh, I'm so stoked about it. I know. U Week, it's once a year. And it's just time for you.
1: It's time for you to come and fill your bucket. It's time for you to come and just get some, get some truths that. You you've been missing, or maybe you've forgotten about that you can just add into your life. And we saw this last year with you week. We had pe- our youngest person participating was nineteen years old, and all the way up to in their seventies, I believe. Yeah, I think so, so. Um, yeah, it's it's for everybody, and it will. You deserve it you will find things that will help to change your life.
0: It's just them. eye-opening. Yeah. yeah. And and the camaraderie and the support, the community is huge mm-hmm. to be able to come to you Week. And it's not expensive and it's very doable. And yeah. if you can't be there every night, that's okay because we record it. And so if there's a night you have to miss, you'll get the recording. So it is really a beautiful event. We only do it once a year because it's a bunch of work and it's it's just that special. Sign so. up today,
1: like if you're interested, or even if you want to know about it, but you're not quite ready to like dive in and do it. Just go sign up for the emails, the weekly emails, because you'll get
0: All the emails stuff regarding
1: you work week. So if you're curious. Just go to cmhcoaching.com and sign up for the weekly emails. Um, minimum, yeah, It's only.
0: also on Eventbrite. You can just go to Eventbrite and, and search you week and it'll come up. Yeah. Because that's Eventbrite is being kind enough to host for us this year, which is going to make it so much better. So cool. Yeah. So FISB, focus interstate behavior. Let's do that this week. Let's focus on what we want to have happen. Let's Mm -hmm. focus on the exciting and the good and the you week and the growth and the taking care of us and the nourishment and Mm -hmm. watch how our interstate changes and how our behavior reflects to make the, make the world so much better. Want to try it really focus? I love it. All right. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And next week we'll talk again. Bye y'all. Bye guys. Great to see everybody. (laughs) Now stop the live stream. I did it and
2: stop the recording.
1: Blue. I found a trick though share with you. I can choose a better way with every little thought I think. If I wake up with bad attitude, I fill my mind
0: Hey, thanks for game. joining us today in a if creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find can more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on LinkedIn slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, me, we're there too. Because I you felt the benefit of life in this message, don't doubt please, please invite those I you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Choose a better way with every little thought I think. And if I wake up with a bad attitude, I just fill my mind with gratitude. I give thanks for everything with every little thought I think. I can choose to be happy, choose to be free. Moment by moment, it's all up to me. Because why?